0: What's it's?
1: Um... Oh, why did I start? Um... Are you leaving these bits in?
0: <laughs> what is silent? Welcome to. Uh,
1: Welcome to Discombobulated Podcast Number Thirty Seven. Oh, we could both speak at the same time continually. I know yeah, that would be really great there.
0: for editing. <laughs> be real I I feel like I've told quite a few people about. <laughs> the uh podcast but didn't and we yes. have
1: some momentous thing no like uh
0: no one's I, I felt... message oh i haven't checked though
1: no but i think there was something like that i felt like the app said hey you've had
0: i haven't checked oh no we haven't got any said... now have we i think it's if
1: we have a regular listening listeners of eight an audience size of eight
0: why can't i find so, my
1: hello to the eight of you <laughs>
0: Why can't That's I enough find for a dinner party. Email. We should do
1: this. <laughs> we could do live action podcasting where yes, all, all eight fab. listeners come round. We all sit around the table. Mm-hmm. We watch The Minute in a you know, dramatically sealed room and then we come in and talk about it whilst they eat soup with croutons.
0: Maybe I didn't do it on my phone. Oh my god. Uh... Never mind. No one is going to have emailed us. Why am I even Well we could check?
1: We could check offline without actually including it as part of the podcast.
0: <laughs> no, this is I've, fascinating. I've definitely,
1: I've definitely seen other radio podcasts that do it that way where they oh, there read email us.
0: Science of sleep at gmail.com. Oh, that's
1: contact what it was. us
0: listener. Contact us. <gasps> Liza. I bet it's an advert. There's an email. Hello, good morning. I saw your Facebook profile. We don't have a Facebook profile.
1: It's spam. And it's please spam. I'm very impressed oh. with your
0: accomplishments. I'd love to talk to you about your business. Are you looking at building a brand new site from scratch? Can yes. I send she you a full a proposal and price list? And then she's put Liza and then a f- tiny, a, sm- <laughs> a tiny image of a black square with like a white light on it. That's creepy. Mm. What? some kind of weird ghost thing well screw you <laughs> that's all we've got I forgot all the rules of podcast silence I just like dribbled and like sucked in my <laughs> I don't
1: know if that's I didn't read that on the rule of the he podcast talked over, so each other... dribble, um, talked over each other checked our checked to gmail very very, very gmail slowly
0: live I'm now about to slurp some tea
1: I'll slurp some coffee oh you've got your yin- green jibu. tea boo
0: no. No. no, Xiao Zhan. Xiao Zhan,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> Wei oh, Look at him. Look at him. Just look at that face. Amazing. It's actually the one way round. It Are those
1: be. wings real?
0: Yeah, he is actually an angel. Yeah, so I watched uh, Call Me By Your Name for the fourth time. <clears throat> it's fine. It's all fine. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Did I watch it? Well, I hate it.
0: Um you won't hate it. I just think you won't be as interested. Right you is. don't have as a romantic a nature, isn't he? Oh, that is definitely on the no-no list. You're just licking making lip smacking noises, dipping oh. your finger into your coffee cup and licking it. Live. I've done that
1: in the past, haven't I? Listener, complained.
0: Julian is just it's
1: the cappuccino. Beyond
0: film. the all right. Better not cham now. No.
1: Um, that... No chamming.
0: No chamming on holiday. Okay. <laughs> no in okay. so, so should we get
1: into the minute? Oh wait, I was gonna say about dreams, pardon me, I burped. But oh. um I've been having like, I've been writing my dreams very diligently mm. now in my dream diary. Which oh, which quite well. Well, I found been telling, that I,
0: means you haven't been telling me, you are not been drinks. telling me yeah. anymore.
1: No, I know. I know. Disappointing. Yeah, just you could You can follow my dreams online. No, I you want you to message them. Me. <laughs> um, they weren't particularly good ones. There yeah. was sort of quite a lot, which are just sort of,
0: you know, some yeah. I don't even
1: note down because I'm just like, I don't really care to recall this ever. Well, it's not significant. But yesterday I had this thing where I was cycling in a bit of a rush. I'd been to this Frames Art show and then was cycling in a rush to get to another friend. And I was late. And I took the route suggested by City Appa, which is much better. It does a really good job.: So far, really boring
0: though. dream.
1: Okay. Really boring. But well, that was it, it felt like a dream a bit because there is was it? Sort of like, but it was real life. Do you ever have Oh,
0: that? this isn't a dream. You really it did It isn't this. a
1: dream. I was really cycling. All right,
0: What's But it world? was
1: one of those things where, <laughs> a bit like in a dream. So I went past the Camberwell submarine which is this kind of concrete um brutalist in sort of ventilation shaft
0: which is that where you like went on a our submarine. long walk
1: no i've never been there before oh, okay. and i was so it's like i wanted to see it for a long time but didn't specifically mm. ask to be rooted that way it just was happened to be on the journey and then there were just lots of sort of strange things you know a bit like in a dream mm. where you just sort of like so you know like i've been talking to someone called uh bianca and went past bianca road and just sort of things like that where it's sort of like weird bits that just sort of Strange. mix in into your kind of thoughts and yeah. uh i was wondering also so whether maybe you know like the more you think about breaking down your dreams perhaps it can also make reality a bit more dreamlike yeah or bleed over
0: Ooh. maybe I, know. I keep having last night i had very this is just going to be boring to say but it's just i I really wanted to remember because they were really odd and stressful and specific but oh just in the last bit of the dream it's sort of quite hard to describe because it was wasn't very real but it was like um an army of sort of small elf type humanoids (laughs) in um of medieval armor all these people in this kind of hall and i was sort of in charge of them i guess that was kind of like a teaching thing and then this like soldier lead soldier elf type person arrived and then they suddenly they were supposed to be on our side but they like planned this attack and they just slaughtered everyone like all the leaders and they were just like slicing people down with these massive swords and clubs and things and it's i was watching and dreams. i was like oh god and then all the rest of the people were just like foot soldiers and they were just going to have to go along with this new regime and i ran at the end of the dream i was like i have to hide because they're going to be after me and i had to. i was like hiding in a bathroom or something and then i woke up
1: hmm there you go <sighs> didn't you have some dream about a sea of tiny bodies or do you not want to say about that you have quite like distressing violent dreams what was that as well
0: what was that because you you watch
1: a lot of violent things on tv is that
0: violent i do watch horror
1: Mm, maybe that's it
0: i do watch a lot of things there's a lot of images and sometimes i get i watch things until i'm really tired and so then like things stay in my mind but uh what was the sea of tiny bodies can you find it in your because i don't remember that I don't think that was a violent dream though. They weren't bodies, no. they were babies. They were like jelly babies, but babies.
1: Oh, I see. Right.
0: Sort of. Or Watch. I don't know. Oh no, they were limbs, like little baby limbs. Okay, that's gross. <laughs> it didn't seem so bad in my actual dream. That makes me sound like a psychopath. <laughs> if you type if you put it C in the search.
1: I've got it, I've got it, yeah. Oh. Um <laughs> Yeah, you didn't say much detail beyond that. You dreamt you were a supply teacher who believed in spirits and a child had died after he was in her class. And then oh, the yeah. sea was covered in tiny dead bodies the size of a nut of nuts, really <laughs> tiny, and all floating. Some were just pairs of legs, joined up like frogs' legs, but human and tiny, because of an experiment that had gone wrong. On the beach were ghosts of people, some in the long pink dresses and hats. Also a house I was going to live in, but it was haunted possibly. A face was looking out the window. <laughs>
0: Wow,
1: I don't um, remember that. Last bit. Just, wait, what? <laughs> I'm clear whether that's a dream mood and just talking about your day to day life at that point. So I think we'll leave that. Okay.
0: <laughs> I don't actually remember all of that, which is quite, that's the good thing about sending it as soon as you wake up because you're still half in the dream and then you don't really remember it until you read it again. Hmm, I don't remember the pink bodies. I don't know if I already think said dresses. the pink dresses I don't know if I already said the one about the like wooden block that is my the most hilarious like symbolic dream did I already tell that on the podcast
1: don't know tell it again
0: would be boring if I say it again to the eight it's distance. just so funny well you and me were like uh, we were visiting France but we were both on a uni course and we'd both done no work and we were like, ha, suck it. Like, we've done nothing. We're slackers. And I was like, yeah, ha. And then um, and then these, like, people with clipboards turned up and they were going to assess us for our final performance or final, like, assessment. It was, like, worth 45% of the grade, the final grade, so specific. <laughs> and I was like, ah, we haven't done anything. I don't care. And I, like, walked off around the house, to this house we were in, and I was like, oh, this is a really nice house. And I was just, like, enjoying like, looking around. And when I came back, Jules had done all the work secretly had just been getting on with it and not only that he'd made this like fucking amazing presentation and my mum had been helping him and he'd been preparing it with my mum and she'd made notes in pencil and she'd written um really good little bit of dead air at minute 22 um maybe you could fill that but I think you're going to do really well Jules well done And you had like a digital holographic like presentation of children playing with the toy that you'd made. And the thing that all I had done is make a wooden block (laughs) with wheels that didn't turn. (laughs) And I was so pissed off. I was like, well, I'm going to fail and my mum was like, it's okay, it doesn't matter. And I was like, what do you mean it doesn't matter? This is like years of my life and thousands of pounds. And it's 45 percent great. grade. And all I have is a wooden block.
1: I like as well that your mum's notes are just like, oh, a little bit of day there.
0: <laughs> was so, it's so hilariously symbolic. Like, hmm. I actually, when I taught, like, I told my therapist and he just started, we both just started laughing because I was just like... <laughs> how better an analogy can you get it's like secretly other people are just getting on with their lives and they're like buying houses and going on with their careers and like meeting people getting married and having kids and all I have is a fucking wooden block with wheels that don't even turn it's like I fashioned this and all that time everyone's been getting on with it so that's how I feel about my life
1: Oh, that made me cry. Um, <laughs> I don't know how you edit that to like whether you just have me laughing in the background. But if, if, you, if it's been edited out, listener, I was, it was laughing at made.
0: Oh damn. <laughs> so um, I love the fact that <laughs> like the wheels didn't even turn, and you had this like amazing presentation. All these children yeah. playing with your toy; they were really happy.
1: <laughs> I like that, and I've got this holographic <laughs> version of it that was seriously what it was like at uni though you like if you didn't sort of keep pace with people they would just suddenly do this amazing oh, shit God, and yet everyone awful. does do that thing of like pretending they're not doing mm. anything they're like oh I'm oh, yeah. I just oh. finding inspiration I've got nothing oh, no, it's I haven't awful. done anything yet and then they're suddenly like ta-da oh, God. Shit. you know all that time I said I was doing nothing I was just like trying to find inspiration and there but was it was actually loads
0: but does it not feel like that in life? Do you ever get that feeling where it's just like, yeah, yeah we're, we, none of us yeah. know what we're doing. We're all just fucking around. And then you turn around and you're like, wait, mm. wait, no. Like other people have been saving money and they're now buying a house. Or mm. other people are like pregnant or like they've met the love of their life. What? How did this happen? I thought we
1: were all fucked. No, no some people me. <laughs> the majority of us are, the majority. But yeah, it's very, very successful people. This person being like, oh, Look at my book in front of this shop window that I put they Oh. Like.
0: Uh, anyway, so that's that. Um, yes, I was watching a little bit of the making of, of, which is good. It doesn't give away.
1: Is that on the really. DVD?
0: Yeah, um, okay. it's just because I think I realised that I hadn't really like talked about it enough that this is why I wanted to talk about this film. And maybe you don't know like until you sort of see some interviews with Gondry and like like see his like methodology because he not only is he just sort of doing everything by hand, but even more so like for instance the cardboard city in the background Mm. when they're like when Stefan's like swimming along, it's made entirely from toilet rolls. But not only that, this is so gondry. He was just like, I wanted to make uh, oh, this is a really bad impression of it. His accent is very cute. Uh, it had to be uh, toilet rolls, not just cardboard tubes, because you had to see that there were little bits of paper, of the toilet paper stuck to the side. So they spent three years, him and his family, collecting all their toilet rolls because he was like determined, like everything, the cars, the buildings, everything is made from toilet rolls, not just cardboard tubes. Wait. Toilet rolls,
1: but and we've been watching this like frame by frame practically, and we didn't even Mm -hmm. realize.
0: And each building is animated separately, it took them like days. And they did it all in his house, his parents' house, I think, in the country. And he just got like people that he knew in some, like, you know, oh, can you animate? And like, he had somewhat this dude with dreadlocks, he'd play reggae all day, and he'd just like make all the cardboard cars. And he just came in and made cardboard cars, and then went and like his auntie like cooked them dinner in the evening it's like really it's so ganji like and it talks a bit about how he started because this was his first main film by himself he'd made Mm shorts but um the director of photography was like the guy that inspired him and he said he because ganji used to work in a print uh a, a printing house or something and he had like a really shit job and he was really board and this guy sort of rescued him and just knew a lot about film and got him inspired and going to just kind of bought a secondhand camera and made things himself and he always had things about like his strange dreams about having like big hands is one of his things that he used to dream about so that comes into it and um yeah like flying in dreams and he just wanted to make a film kind of and all of the characters are kind of people that he knows like Stefan is sort of him his alter ego um and like different people in his life but uh yeah it's just very sort of it's not that it's low budget it's just like very specific to him I don't know like things like that toilet roll is a good example like he just no reason you know and he wants he wants things to be like He wants things to be kind of imperfect. So he was like, I didn't want to employ people who were like highly skilled because I wanted it to be like a bit bad so that you could see that it was like done, but I don't think he wanted it to look slick is the point, like he wants it to look like it's done by hand. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: Nice. Did they have
0: anything about whether
1: like you know, the whole movie at the beginning with like the little. Oh no,
0: you didn't. But like, it might be later.
1: Whether it was like a modern thing or whether yeah, it was. Yeah, really, like, that would be good to know. Childhood.
0: Yeah, oh I can't find my notes. Sorry, rustling pages. Where are they? What? Um, talk amongst yourself, because I've lost.
1: Well, we could talk about the minute.
0: No, but you have to talk because I'm looking. For... Oh
1: oh okay i'm just looking at these bits now it doesn't look very toilet tubey
0: i know that's what i mean but it's like that that's what i mean it's like that's why it's funny because it's like it doesn't matter whether it does it's just that he had decided that's what they were going to do and it i like things like that i like things having their internal integrity like it doesn't matter whether people know that or not but he wanted Mm -hmm. to make it entirely out of toilet rolls it was made entirely out of toilet rolls no cheating i just think i love stuff like that that's why i like gondry because mm-hmm. it, it, as soon as you like break one of your rules, then it's like kind of what's the point in having any of them it's very like um...
1: the chimneys definitely look like toilet rolls
0: yeah well obviously they're cut up yeah you know but they only used toilet rolls.
1: <laughs> I like the little detail which I hadn't now I'm sort of going backwards that when he's first looking around the flat when he comes in yeah there's a, a box of um, old sweet wrappers which i obviously then reference later
0: oh yeah is that his mum's stuff?
1: Yeah, we presume it's his mum's yeah, sweet record yeah. collection, important stuff, right?
0: Um where yeah. am I? Yeah. Um maybe
1: listen I should talk about some as well.
0: <laughs> so we're minute 36. I should have said that lost... at the top of the, the recording so that I knew what I was doing. Minute 36. Um this is a good one now. Huh? So before yeah. that, we've had like I was going to say Gail, <laughs> uh, oh, Stefan yeah. in the bath and writing the letter, retrieving the letter, and then he goes into bed and he's, like, typing. Now he's typing the letter. Also, they said that on the, like, commentary, like, he only has to say one simple thing, but he's making this massive drama about it and, like, writing this, like, massive long speech when all he really wants to say is, like, I'm your neighbour. <laughs> He's like making it into this like huge. So we start with him typing the letter in bed.
1: Yeah, with one finger.
0: With one finger, that's what I wrote. One finger typing. Yeah. And he's saying, I feel really bad inside my stomach. And then he it cuts to this animation of this typing machine, which is really cool.
1: Which, yes, I wanted... like sort of spider, yeah. which is also part of the typewriter. So it's, sort of, it, it's the, the typewriter has this sort of big mechanical body mounted on it, which also has arms and then it uses its own arms to type in itself.
0: They look like they've got pipe cleaners on maybe and little metal yeah. discs. As they the look a little fingers. bit like
1: um, those, I forget what they're called in Mexico that you, those things, oh. you, pinar, pinatas, pinatas. Yeah, what they do have that they? sort of like, the fluffy kind of uh, like crepe paper arms.
0: That's a nod um, to his Mexican heritage. Now I
1: noticed heritage. that when he's typing in bed,
0: mm. it
1: looks like he's using an Underwood Portable Three type. Oh,
0: well, this is the kind of detail.
1: <laughs> I, but the spider it's... is an Underwood Five.
0: <laughs> oh, interesting.
1: Very different typewriters. Maybe his but, uh, the dream Underwood itself doesn't
0: the... differentiate between typewriters. It's just a. Yeah.
1: Writer. Yeah, well the, the Underwood 5 is is a much bigger sort of more upright thing a bit like an old sort of till. So even much more suitable for mounting spider arms and, um Okay. It's also one of the most popular typewriters made um oh. from 1920s onwards. Hmm. Um and then he so he's then in a cave dictating. Yeah, it's in a cave to the uh, spider oh yeah
0: i guess he's dicta- i didn't think of that he's sort of standing in the middle of the cave it's like he's doing a speech mm. like a shakespeare speech. Yeah. he's kind of just dictating. and i'm
1: wondering is there supposed to be some sort of like because i mean there's a the, the the cave the easiest cave analogy to think of is that sort of plato's analogy of oh. the cave but that doesn't really make much sense here but it is a kind of like it you
0: does know, you can
1: think of it in a sort of philosophy. Dream well, the, and reality the yeah there's some some ideas of that maybe. So the idea it's kind of that idea is where you're sort of yeah you sort of like the, the, the philosopher is kind of like trying to think of the things which cause the shadows on the wall rather than just I thought looking at the shadows.
0: Yeah, it's a kind of interpretation, but isn't it about um the isn't the idea that uh yeah the shadows and the walls is it that the shadows and the walls are the real a reality or like which is the reality? Like the whole world out there is a dream and the shadows on the wall. I can't remember. I thought that's what it was about, like the not knowing
1: well, no, the people was who are. Which dream and just which was reality. The, the people, well, the sort of. Oh, the people outside to, are dreaming
0: us. And the shadows on the walls are.
1: It, I don't think the original analogy relates to dreams directly. It's sort it of does. Just a sort I of, thought know, it they, did. I thought it was just just that the, 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 the shadows silhouettes are kind of like that if you spend your time, if you only look at silhouettes, no. then you kind of think those to be the real thing, that the real things are actually. Causing the silhouettes, okay,
0: not good. Allegory of the cave.
1: Mm.
0: Um,
1: also, is it really an allegory? Because I thought an allegory was supposed to be wiki. something that actually embodied a kind of um, a sort of uh, something that's sort of like non-bodied in a sort of way, a sort of like an idea or a principle. So, like the the blindfolded woman. For justice is an allegorical character she's not real she doesn't exist she is sort of representing the idea of justice by being blindfolded and carrying a sword and scales mm-hmm. to represent you know kind of fairness balance okay. and and Oops. um so i don't think i'm not sure if I, I don't think so the cave i guess is the allegory is that it's representing a kind of a sort of closed mind
0: Okay, do you want to hear your what traps, the, the summary in this of it. Cave. Mm, go on. Um To compare the effect of education and the lack of it in our nature. So in the allegory, Socrates describes a group of people who have lived chained to the wall of a cave all their lives, facing a blank wall. The people watch shadows projected on the wall from objects passing in front of a fire behind them and give names to these shadows. The shadows are the prisoner's reality, but are not accurate representations of the real world. Three higher levels exist, the natural sciences, mathematics, geometry, deductive logic and the theory of forms. Socrates explains how the philosopher is like a prisoner who is freed from the cave and comes to understand that the shadows on the wall are actually not reality at all. A philosopher aims to understand and perceive the higher levels of reality. However, the other inmates of the cave do not even desire to leave their prison for they know no better life. So as an analogy, it's it's not dreams exactly but it's like are we living like what we perceive as the truth and reality is just shadows on a cave wall but if you are like trying to be high outside of that you step outside of it and you look at what's beyond and you realize that actually it's just our perception and it's just a shadow on a wall and there's something else there's like a higher truth so it, it kind of does fit this because it's like mm-hmm. what is actually happening what's his perception of what's happening what's he dreaming like I don't know if that was intentional but he is in a cave.
1: That's true, that's true.
0: Um, And they have brought philosophy into it before. So that was
1: Plato. Plato because he wrote about
0: Socrates didn't he? Because Socrates was the uh, teacher and then Plato wrote it down.
1: I thought I thought Socrates was a student of Plato.
0: The other way around? now it be presented by the Greek philosopher Plato in his work Republic. So didn't Plato write down what Socrates taught? Maybe. Or maybe the other way. I don't know. Not sure what I mean, we're, we're just go. exposing anyway. our
1: lack of classical education.
0: I know, really. Yeah, it's lacking. Uh, anyway, he's saying that he said, I feel really bad inside my stomach um and he says it's a mix between uh i don't know if what i feel is a bit of nostalgia or wanting to go to the bathroom <laughs> and gael says that he actually had a friend who said this where he was like i don't know if what i'm feeling is melancholy or if i just need a shit <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> um so he, he sort of paces back and forth yeah I noticed he also keeps one hand in a pocket whilst he's dictating.
0: Okay.
1: Which I I thought again might well, I thought it might be some sort of it's sort of it's a bit Napoleon like or you know mm. that kind of like stand of like having sort of talking whilst one hand is sort of just kept back.
0: And he's in front of the typewriter which is now a giant. It's like a giant thing. Yeah, it's like thing.
1: a giant beast.
0: Yeah. Um and, and do you think a... it's
1: sort of yeah maybe something to that you know like typing is just a lot mm. of work? Because he he was also in dictating. another language as well. Yeah, because just earlier he was about to dictate to. um
0: Martine. martin,
1: name. Dream martin. martin at The bath. Yeah, yeah Martine. So I think like quite a lot of dictating going on suddenly. Um. And he says he's sorry he destroyed the piano, but he yeah. didn't destroy the piano. I know it was, it he's obsessed about that he? That's he in it. his thing. Yeah.
0: He feels hmm. guilty because he was trying to hold it he and it fell, but it's not it, yeah. his fault. Yeah. Um, he's making a right meal of it he says there's a new I'm a new liar in your life a new liar has come and destroyed your piano and by doing that destroyed and then there's I couldn't get what he's saying and then it cuts to him in real life in bed asleep and he's like got the typewriter in bed and surrounded by he's got like dictionary in his hand um yeah I
1: think it's a dictionary yeah Yeah, it's a bit weird that sort of shot isn't it because it's sort of it's that kind of same sort of shot like we had at the beginning where it's sort of um you know, yeah. like you're a person, because it's sort of that handheld kind of thing. So, like, we're creeping in to look at him.
0: Oh, all right, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, and then he says something like he wants to create a friendship, and then he does this sort of. This is great. Like, it, it's like he's delivering a sort of soliloquy or something. Like, we're going to embrace. We need to embrace it right now. I see the possibilities. uh Once we go above that threshold of life and matters that succumb come trickling down into this little pond that is called life <laughs> it's just like nonsense but it's got these kind of big words in um i like the gestures that he does he kind of like pulls down his hand. The trickling down it sounds like it means something and it doesn't which is kind of true for dreams where you're like this sounds so mm. profound and then you go to write it down you're like nope <laughs> not not profound and then he's like stop the end and then the machine like spits out his final page and it's typed it all out.
1: Dear Stephanie, comma, I am just your neighbour. There is nothing more to say than that. This is the reason why I'm writing a letter to you. Because I feel really bad inside my stomach. It's a mix between, uh, I don't know if what I feel is a bit of nostalgia or, or wanting to go to the bathroom. I have just... A new liar in your life. A new liar that has come and destroyed your plan. And maybe, do by doing that, destroy a huge heritage. I want us to start a new. there's a there's a whole ream Mm. of paper pretty much and then when he picks it up it's huge it's like a2 size or something
0: do you know how many pages there are in a ream because i had to order paper for work and i looked it up
1: 500
0: yeah
1: okay sorry
0: (laughs) (laughs) did you just know that
1: yeah okay i've forgotten what is the box of five reams what's that called that's got a name as well oh does it Mm, didn't name it on the
0: thing i was ordering Mm. did you notice anything about the machine I was trying one. to like describe it the machine the typewriter at this point because oh yeah bits to it.
1: yeah I was trying to work out I don't know it's, it's unclear could be a bit of I think know, it, some look, sort of household appliance that has been sort of disassembled and they've added bits I think there's on. a
0: record player a bottom of a record player that's been dismantled because it's got uh, dials mm-hmm. or maybe a radio but I think a record one of those like turntable things um and then there's like a pile of books with a plug mm. on top uh and, and some
1: soldiering bits yeah, and there's wires. like a
0: sort of looks like connect four like a sort of like
1: oh yeah, yeah i don't thing. know what that is yeah. yeah oh yeah and some books i i, I couldn't yeah. I, could I could read the title but i could sort of read the titles, but well. i was like it didn't look uh-huh. like they were significant so i couldn't oh. work out they were in french and i couldn't i was like oh, there's too many to look up and it's too vague
0: i didn't see you it. Know,
1: you'd sort of have to guess letters and stuff
0: yeah they've all been sort of strapped together it's very like heath robinson or something
1: hmm.
0: um yeah he grabs the pages and they're huge and then he runs out of the cave with the pages, and he's on a sort of mountainside, which I guess, or like countryside. I guess if they're filming in Gondry's house, it's like somewhere in the country in France. Yeah.
1: Oh, you think so? You think? Yeah. yeah it could, it's hard to tell, there. isn't it? Yeah. Be nice to know for our location map that in the we Alps might do. Or something. Well, it doesn't look like that extreme of a mountain, but could be.
0: Well, I can't remember where he is from. I have. Mm. I do. It's very countryfied.
1: I didn't try googling to see if this might be on the map because there was that map we found.
0: Oh, I thought there was more, I mean, but that's the next minute.
1: Yeah, and then, I mean, I, I strictly I think we see one frame of the next minute at the end of it, but I was like, oh. let's just leave that. Yeah, that's
0: what
1: I thought. So, yeah. Mm. Exciting dream. Yeah,
0: it's cool. So is he actually gonna yeah, say uh, any of this to Stephanie, do you think? Or is he just gonna keep talking about it and writing it in his sleep? He's obviously yeah, very well, stressed.
1: Hmm. Do bad. we assume as well, unlike the note which he wrote, but it's also it's kind of weird because so if we think about what's happened, he met her like all the stuff, went down the stairs, came back in, went to, into his flat, was stressed out, had a bath, had a bath, and had a dream in the had bath. Fell
0: asleep in the bath.
1: Yeah, fell asleep in the bath, and, and her dream and her wrote her a, a letter. note. And actually posted it under her door woke so he up then hooked the, hook the note up, back out realized yeah. he'd done
0: it went and hooked the note back out then went to bed no then typed got in bed and, and typed this letter then fell asleep while he was typing
1: and had another dream that's yeah. a, quite a lot of dreamy sleeps in a I short think period of time he
0: has narcolepsy don't you think
1: oh, he falls maybe. asleep all the time I well i mean maybe he was kind of tired anyway so if a, perhaps the bath one was very quick mm. you know, it might have just been a few minutes but it's a bit interesting, yeah. So then, also, be like, I got out of the bath.
0: He hasn't fallen asleep in the day, a yeah, has he?
1: Well, but so in the bath, he did write a real note. Do we yeah. think he has actually typed a real letter? Yeah, because he I was starting typing it whilst he was awake. Do you think he continued to type in his sleep?
0: Yes. Do you think it's pages and pages of nonsense? I don't know. That's well, when a lot.
1: we when we sort of the the creepy shot into the into the bedroom only showed about six to eight pages.
0: Yeah.
1: of uh, Lying around, and some of those were screwed up.
0: He's probably just yeah sort of like liar neighbor something i don't
1: know. yeah yeah i wouldn't trust sleep typing to be particularly readable
0: quite a hard thing to do you sleep because you have to tap you have to press really hard
1: but well, typing's pretty hard anyway i mean yeah. particularly it's once you get you're, you're to, it's weird because you're kind of used to a keyboard now so mm. you're kind of used to the sort of layout and the idea of typing but the actual physicality of pressing a manual i typewriter. used to type
0: all the time at uni you used to have mm. typewriters and t- used to type letters yeah. did you have one
1: they did that thing um yeah yeah. There's um
0: we were so I don't know we they were continue. such wankers. Like we were so like, I've got a typewriter and a record player. And like people probably now, like young people, are like, oh, that was because it was olden days. No, no kids. Like no one else did. I remember people making fun no, of me, like, why have you got entirely. a fucking record player? Well, not no one, but it was like in my uni anyway, people were, like, Why have you got a record player and a typewriter? And I'm like, Because it's cool. Oh, I
1: didn't have a TypeWriter and at uni. So. Oh, I did. But when I was young enough, we didn't actually we didn't have a computer, and so oh yeah, yeah, we yeah. We did. We did I'm type letters like for real.
0: Uni, One like time when yeah. Me, and, yeah, me and Lee would like type just for fun type letters to each other, and I feel like you did. You type no, maybe not.
1: I might have done. I mean, you I didn't have wrote. a TypeWriter when I was young, but yeah, the um, and my handwriting's always been terrible. It's got worse now. Hmm. The uh. I went to the, I can't remember what it's called CUNY, which as you can imagine, people sometimes graffiti, something central, something university of Technology or something like that in New York. And they have uh, in their, in their journalism school, they have, um, a bunch of typewriters kind of as sort of display objects, which is kind of interesting.
0: I gave mine Um, away to my niece and now I wish I hadn't, because I don't feel like she was grateful. I bet she's got rid of it.
1: I think as well strangely the new york times did for a while played the sound of typewriters on their news floor because it made journalists feel more productive or like more in the news what they just
0: pumped it up what
1: yeah just sort of like yeah just sort of over you know on the overhead things just the sound of people typing i don't know maybe it's quite a nice background noise
0: maybe because it's not
1: just one it would be like a whole kind of like imagine a whole pool of
0: so weird
1: typing there's something there's a shop or thing in hackney called the typing pool
0: okay
1: um because it, it was like it's one of those things so it's like people needed a whole they had a whole sort of pool of secretaries where people would sort of give them notes or something and then someone would type it up hmm. but it's interesting sort of combining you know you kind of imagine it as some sort of like swimming pool of people actually typing <laughs> at the same time some good-looking photos on Google, if you look for it, of rooms full of typists.
0: Yeah. Did you learn typing at school? We did.
1: I was never taught it directly. I just learned it through...
0: We had a teacher, Mr. Monk, who taught Mm -hmm. us typing. We had to sit in rows, and we had a chart on the wall, and we had to, like, just follow the chart. I used to really enjoy it. So you could touch type, you weren't allowed to look down. If you look down, you'd get shouted at, <laughs> you to nice. stare ahead. A S D F space. Hang on, I still remember a, cause that's where you just put your hands. A S D F space, J K L colon. Is that right? Yeah. That's where you have, that's where you rest your hands
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you're supposed to use the fingers. You know, you can reach everything from there. Well, not on a module keyboard, you can't, but on a typewriter.
1: Um I tried typing with different keyboard layouts for a while instead of QWERTY. Actually in France they have a slightly different layout, don't they? Where the Z. Some other bits, yeah. Um it was a bit ridiculous. And well it's possibly (laughs) slightly easier and things like that. It was quite nice because if they have sort of things like so it's the common things you use like S and T are right next to each other, so it's really easy to sort of type those. So you spend more time on the sort of like the home keys. Mm. Um, but the big downside is you quite often are in, it's surprising how much time you spend on someone else's laptop. And so you go to someone else's laptop and then you're like, ah, now I have to revert back to quotes. Do you find as well, two ways of typing.
0: like on, like on my phone, when um, I have like a Google keyboard, which I like, mm. but then I got like my work email on my phone and it doesn't have the Google keyboard it just says the Samsung one. And I can't, I can't, I literally can't write an email. Like, I'm like, what is it? I can't. Cause it's so, oh. it's so instinctive now and it, everything's just in, like slightly different. And also mm. like, I sometimes get this like compulsive thing where I, like in my brain, I'm like going through words and I imagine typing them on a phone. I'm like, mm. I like, get in a kind of loop, like where the, where they would be. And I'm like doing it mentally. Okay. That's weird.
1: Do you remember those old, um, on like Nokia, where you would type everything just from the keypad, and you had to do that. Yeah. You had that kind of predictive thing there, where you would sort of, you know, just press. I don't know.
0: I remember um, me and Dave having like an scenes. argument about because when predictive text came in, hmm. um, and I had, I was like, it's a waste of time. I can do it just as quick. And we had a, we had a competition where he used predictive text, and I was just like picking the letters out. And like writing it like that, and I was like, "I will be quicker," and I think he was quicker, and I was annoyed. Uh, yeah,
1: it, I think it was quite. Big yeah, big. it was <laughs> particularly for Just regular like words as well. Yeah,
0: that seemed really like high tech at the time. Just the word yeah. "high tech" makes me sound old, doesn't it? I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> <laughs> like a okay boomer thing to say, even though no one understands what that actually means the people that use that phrase don't know what generations mean and they don't understand <laughs> what true. baby boomers are we like how can they be them. a baby boomer <laughs> they yeah, were born yeah. in the 80s uh, what do I have for lunch if I had pancakes for breakfast because that's a lot of like heavy is
1: this a question to the listeners yeah I don't know write in and tell us <laughs>
0: i'll be really hungry by then hey on our holiday should we like challenge each other to get a fit <laughs> That's like the last thing either of us wants we could wake up at like 5am and do sit-ups and like shout at each other at like boot camp Yeah,
1: let's do that let's do thousands sit-ups a day that's what um britney spears does isn't it
0: britney does she britney well, she's spears. got nothing else to do because she's locked in her
1: house yeah how the hell is this conservatory conservancy thing it's like it's horrible it's horrible it doesn't it, it kind of can make sense perhaps if someone's in a bad way as a short-term thing but surely you should have like some automatic expiry over someone for the rest of having their life.
0: children like that's not an okay that's, that's a breach of human rights
1: they should she should go to the un also oh, can she not but she can't well, she went to court
0: her. and they've
1: overruled yeah. it how did they they said it was fine I didn't realize that was the outcome.
0: Yeah. She lost. That's very strange. It's a very strange decision.
1: So, so can you just slap conservancies on anyone?
0: I don't understand it really. I don't get how that seems to me like 1950s stuff. Like, this person's, this woman's crazy. We're going to put her in an institution. Like, what? I mean, what did she do that was that bad? Like, people do fucking horrendous things.
1: Yeah. Like, well, I guess it's more because she has money and they wanted to, to get hold of the money. Yeah. It's not so much that they care about her as they don't want
0: Oh, they don't care her about her to,
1: at all. I mean, I guess they kind of were like... Well, I can see they sort of care about her to the point that, like, we don't want her to die because then she won't make any more money. <laughs> yeah. But they're like, she's already made a lot of money, so let's keep her so we can keep making money. But she's not even she performing.
0: So how are they... I guess she, they, she's already made enough money, they're just... Don't they want her to be making more money? Like,
1: I don't know. she just has done some performances, like, doesn't Not it?
0: really, for like ten years or something. I Strange. It, I
1: thought she still did stuff in Vegas. Somehow. But it's
0: very hard to tell, isn't it? Like these things like what is actually going on, like what she's saying and what is the reality, I suppose.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it does seem very weird and upsetting. Stop the thing. Okay. Stop Bye. It. Stop it. <laughs>